0: International is this well if it isn't episode 72 of I Learn Nothing a philosophy podcast for cross-eyed idiots my name is Benjamin C. Cholock I am the eminent Obersturm Fuhrer of philosophy at Princeton University yikes is right buddy boy sitting across from me here is my privat docent what it's like German for pupil (laughs) oh (laughs)
1: <laughs> it so- I don't know my, my, it sounded German, like, my German pupil That sounded like nothing You know how sometimes you can hear a foreign language And they say a word and you're like Oh it's probably this word That sounded like nothing
0: Oh yeah like you couldn't even guess what that is No yeah I don't even know what the what the etymology of it of it is it's probably um, the
1: etymology th- is probably two German guys crashing into each other and they made that noise
0: yeah and then their words when they screamed <laughs> like as they crashed those two <clears throat> words collided and they made one whole new word wheel old. which is how German works you just smush fucking words together um, I will say
1: that's kind of tight
0: it is pretty yeah it is kind of tight I mean there's like some long ass words some of them are pretty fucking like straightforward yeah um but uh, anyway, I'm, I'm the master of it all, baby. I'm here. You're in charge. You're large and in charge. I'm large and in charge. I, uh, I am the king of philosophy here at Princeton University. Here yes. at Princeton. Where we record live. Yeah, we record live uh, in Princeton, New Jersey, a.k.a. Austin, Texas. We're
1: in the, the mess hall. Don't tell anyone.
0: Yeah, the mess hall. It's, it's not a barracks. <laughs> 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 yeah, we <laughs> we've got drills coming up in a second. Yeah, man. Um, We're at war. Yeah, man. We're, yeah. we're with ignorance, dude. That's true. That's absolutely true. Yeah. I'm, I'm fighting against the dark forces of ignorance. and uh, Which I represent. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the Mordor of uh, darkness or whatever. I don't fucking know how those movies work. Um, he's here. No, you're Sauron, I guess.
1: I, I You know, I saw the I first movie and I enjoyed it and <laughs> never bothered
0: watching the rest. Oh, yeah. And I read earlier today. What was it? What was it again?
1: Who's Boba Fett? What kind of fucking stupid shit is he? The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I was teaching Ben about the Mandalorian earlier.
0: Yeah. And he was not impressed. I was like, he's just some guy who plays mandolin really well, or like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, he just records. It's, yeah, it's just. Imagine, it's a remake of "Oh Brother, Where Art Thou."
0: Yeah, he's wearing like a puffy shirt. I imagine for oh, some reason. No, no. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm the Mandalorian of philosophy. What's up, bitch? How are you? One time, I um,
1: I looked up a mandolin player. I forget his name. And uh, I found this YouTube. You looked video- up a mandolin player. Yeah, well, I can play mandolin a little bit. Oh, uh, I guess you had a reason to do this. Okay. Yeah, as so I was looking this up, and I found this video. of This guy, it's like seven in the morning. Uh huh. In this video, and it's just a, a man. You were up all night, weren't you? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, uh no, 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 no. And there was this. So it's seven in the morning in the video, sweetie. Oh. And so oh, oh, okay. the guy in the video, it's like seven a.m. And he is um uh, like just in a truck by like a pond. Okay. And he puts on like a like a a song. That a mandolin player is playing. Mm-hmm. And he just lights a cigar and just sits there listening to like bluegrass in the early morning in the country. And I watched it for like two minutes. Then I was like, why the fuck am I watching this man smoke a cigar at seven in the morning? Wait, he's not playing the mandolin? No, he's, he's listening, listening to it on his like album on on the speakers.
0: Wait, is it his own album? No. Oh, okay. Just some guy. That sucks, dude. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a very satisfying YouTube video. Yeah, you wasted how- however many two minutes, seconds. but I
1: still felt betrayed. Did you watch the whole thing? No, no. <laughs> Once I realized, like, oh wait, because I thought it, it was—I thought it was the guy in the truck was the mandolin player, and he's gonna play it like live. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Uh-huh. No, listening to it on a you know CD. Why did you? Okay,
0: that's a that sucks. I hate that. I hate everything about that. Yeah. Uh, not as bad as this. Okay, if we're talking about shitty YouTube videos. My friend Jordan showed me this piece of shit once. There's a guy saying, What
1: the fuck, Richard? No,
0: that is gold. All right. Yeah. That, that's, that's the like best a, that's it, a sacred text. <laughs> like that's like after society collapses and like we're rebuilding from scratch, that's gonna be like one of the founding texts of a new religion. Yeah. What
1: the fuck, Richard? The best video of all time.
0: No, the worst video of all time. What th- is it, Ben? Is uh I can't remember the name of this person, but she's like a flute player, and she's <laughs> what? like Yeah, she's this flute player who. Famous flautist? Yeah, she's a. No, she's not even that famous, but she has a lot of videos up. And and, uh, she's like this blonde white girl who, like, glances around the city, whatever city she's in, while she's fluting. And she's, like, dancing the most awkward way. And it's, like, kind of like urban flute playing or something like that. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's the most cringe, like, tar tingling shit I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Like, I can't stand it. Yeah. And, like, I have nightmares about it.
1: We also have nightmares. You've been having nightmares lately about a certain uh, culinary delight. <laughs> oh, yeah, the sandwich man. <laughs> the first thing Ben said to me when he walked Sounds in. I so night. crazy. So <laughs> Ben came by my apartment to record, you know, on the time that we both agreed to do. Yeah, uh, you were asleep. Yeah, I was, I was asleep because it was five in the afternoon. I'll, I'll let it slide since I fucked up so many times earlier. Ben, yeah. it's Wednesday at five. Of course I'm asleep. <laughs> so uh, Ben uh, <laughs> came in and I was like, I was a sleepy boy. When you came in, and I, it, I also asked you what you'd do, how creepy it would be if you walked in on me just just grinning in my sleep, how creepy looking I would look. I wouldn't think it was creepy. I think that's like, oh, that's nice. I would leave if I walked into a room and you were grinning and sleeping. I would either leave or I would pour a bunch of ice cubes on you to wake you up because that is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. Rude. Yeah, it's pretty rude. My point is that uh, the <laughs> first thing Ben <laughs> hey, said. What's your point? After I said that, then was like, yeah, apparently I I talk in my sleep and I'm trying to fight the sandwich man
0: yeah okay, yeah, so apparently <laughs> Nora told me that like I was uh saying how I wanted some bite of some sandwich or whatever, and then on my side, I remember waking up from this dream where I was like fighting some gigantic sandwich man, yeah, like a man made of sandwiches, sure, not just me, it was a crew, right? yeah, you said I was there, yeah, you might have been there, I don't remember who was there, but I'm assuming it'd be like you look, and, like,
1: if you're fighting a sandwich man, a man made of sandwich, you're calling me. I oh, will yeah, yeah. always back you I'm up. Not, I'm not leaving against you on the sam- bench. I will always sure. back you up against the sandwich man, Ben. Yeah. You know that about me.
0: Like, yeah. Why would you bench your most valuable player? You're the MVP. <laughs> but anyway, so it was <laughs> you, me, uh, probably Jay, um, and okay.
1: uh, <laughs> it's a pretty good crew. Yeah,
0: it's a good, it's a good ass crew. Uh, man, what if Lane was there? That would have been so stupid. Lane up? Yeah.
1: What oh a, God. What a waste of a draft pick. I've never again. I've I've never seen Lane eat food. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Never. And I never will. I think he just like
0: plugs himself into an outlet. I've known him
1: for almost um, eight years. Yeah, (laughs) and I've never seen the man eat food.
0: Anyway, so sandwich man. So it's like this leviathan made of sandwiches, and um, we had to fight him, and we defeat him by eating him. One of the funnest nightmares I've ever had.
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't like I don't get what's (laughs) scary about this. Like it seems like a
0: blast. Well, I don't remember. I don't remember if I was like really disturbed by it or not. But apparently I was saying, in my sleep, I was saying, I just want another bite of the sandwich.
1: Ah. <laughs> Give me another bite of the sandwich. Anyway. Give me another bite of the sandwich, I'm Ben. <laughs> hey.
0: Why do you sound like Buffalo Bill? Hey,
1: I'm Ben, and this is how I speak in my dreams, and I want <laughs> another bite of the sandwich. Hello. Would you fuck me? I'd
0: fuck me. After we finish a delicious submarine hero. Oh, actually, I'm going to have to
1: send this back. There's mayonnaise on it. I actually kind of like mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise. <laughs> really? I hate mayonnaise. I will go on record.
0: I am a mayonnaise apologist.
1: Ah, oh, gross.
0: I mean, I don't like a lot of it, but it's like I like that kind of tanginess, you
1: know. Well, look, uh, our our listeners know all the things that you are an apologist for, and yeah. a lot of them are not good. So we'll just add uh, mayonnaise to, to the yeah, top we'll of that throw pile. that on the on the burning pile the burning pile of things that Ben justifies <laughs> well speaking the burning of, pile of
0: hate, speaking of justification that's what you are a burning pile of hatred <laughs> kind of I kind of am
1: yeah gotta hate everything,
0: um, yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: You're a bunch of newspapers soaked in gasoline, set on fire, but with anger. That's you. Yeah,
0: and like the newspaper clippings are just like the you know the the old Watergate hearings. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just a pile of diabetes. So, well, you're listening to pile of diabetes and uh, ignited newspaper flames (laughs) in the morning. In the morning. Um, we're what are we talking to... about today, Bin? Well, we're here to talk about, speaking of justification, we need to justify why these people are listening to us right now, obviously, after that debacle of the past five minutes.
1: I, well, I mean, it's been 72 <laughs> episodes. That we haven't done that yet. Um, so, Pat, what? why are we here, though? We're here to learn about philosophy, you bitch. Yeah? Yeah, I'm trying to learn. How's dude. it been going? <laughs> um, I think I've learned. I've picked up a few things, you know? I feel like if uh, I was tossed out in the street tomorrow and lost all my money, I'd because of these teachings, I'd be able to pick myself up off my feet, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, become a millionaire, so.
0: Oh, no, 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 you definitely can't. I can't, no, 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 no.
1: But there's no money in philosophy?
0: No. Oh, man. Yeah, that has to be, that's a disclaimer, that's like, legally, my attorney has just informed (laughs) me that I have to make this very clear. Listening to this show will not make you rich. No. In fact, it will make you very poor. It will make you dumb. (laughs) Speaking of making you poor. Yes. Go ahead and check out our Patreon for uh, some extra bonus material where Pat teaches me some stuff. ILearnNothing.com. There's a, a a link on there patreon.com slash I learn nothing as well fucking so check that shit out anyway back to our regularly scheduled program you
1: get extra episodes and it's a lot of fun I, well, how about this though mm-hmm. um fucking uh I'm what? I was gonna say okay well that's completely oh yeah the what? uh our, our new <laughs> spinoff oh yeah Have we received any questions
0: so no well we've 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 received some protestations from people we know, people are people, not into this idea. I think we should say this first. Yeah, people saying, we, "Please don't, yeah, uh, stop." We're gonna, um, yeah, but we're gonna continue anyway. Uh, it's, uh, it's the service that we feel everyone needs. Uh, Pat and I are gonna start. Do providing, you have a man? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna start providing uh, free uh, sex advice
1: <laughs> to uh, to ladies and fellas who like fellas. Yeah, uh, but it's about fellas. Yeah, it's basically, about basically. Listen, do you have a la- do you have a, a man in your life? Does he, is, is he in the need of uh, constant sexual gratification? Yeah. Of course he is. He's a of man, right? Yeah. But he that's. He needs where, fellatio. He needs fellatio to breathe. That's where me and Ben step in. If you are wondering <laughs> how you can sexually please your man um, with your mouth or with anything, I mean, really. Well, it's not fellatio if it's not with the mouth. Well, that's a good point. Okay, so with your mouth, uh, it's pretty much uh, mostly mouth stuff. Uh, Basic ba- blowjob instructions. We're yeah, blow it's basically how you can please your man, and it's called Dome Improvement. <laughs> uh, we've received no questions so far <laughs> since we've announced it. We've actually just received multiple tweets of people telling us to, to not do to it. stop, yeah. Which I don't really
0: understand, but... Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, like, you know, look a gift horse in the mouth, why don't you? But, uh... Yeah, and then
1: bl- blow your load in it. Yeah. <laughs> Blow your load in that Rule horse. number one, ladies yeah. and fellas.
0: Okay. Well, so if you're joining us for the first time, this is a philosophy podcast. First of all, fuck pod- you. First of all, fuck you. Second of <laughs> Stop all, this- listening. <laughs> this- Get the fuck out. We don't need you. Also, this is a philosophy podcast. For idiots. Yeah, for idiots, where I try to teach my student who steamrolls every single one of my sentences. Steamrolls? <laughs> he literally would not let me fucking
1: explain. Is that a chat joke? <laughs> I don't no.
0: appreciate it. Do you want it to be? Maybe. Okay. Well, we just got into weird territory. Well, we're weird guys. Well, look, we're talking about philosophy, okay? We're going to be talking about kind of some heavy hitters today. Some uh, heavy
1: hitters, some messy shitters. Heavy hitters, we got it all.
0: Messy, these are messy shitters. Yeah. Um, and this will probably be kind of productive, I'm hoping. Uh, I know I'm being really optimistic here, but we're going to be treading over some old stuff, too. Just to make sure that you get it. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: well, well, interesting. So okay. we're, we're, we're sort of, it's remedial philosophy. It's a little remedial, but it's this also. is what we should have been know, doing the whole time.
0: There's new shit. There's new shit and old shit in this one. Okay. This one, we're talking about the Frankfurt School. Okay. Do you know anything about the Frankfurt School? Uh, sounds delicious. It actually kind of does, yeah. It's sounds the like hot dog Frank- school. Frankfurter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> When's ta- the last time you called the hot dog a Frankfurter?
0: Um, back when my name was uh, Gershom. And I lived in the 1920s.
1: I see what you did there when I respect it. (laughs) This is a Frankfurter. See? Um, (laughs) Come on down to the five and dime. Grab yourself a Frankfurter. Five and dime Frankfurter. Get a root beer, uh, float for your best gal. And then go die in a war. (laughs) You don't understand.
0: (laughs) Okay, we'll be talking about that a lot Speaking of also the float just has two frankfurters floating in it. Oh gross. <laughs> what no. do you mean? It's delicious. <laughs> no. Um and like yeah, and then like the root beer immediately starts fizzing because of all the grease. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <You> hungry yet? <laughs> it's a frank. it's a Frankfurt float. <laughs> gross. <laughs> you almost choked. I almost died. <laughs> okay. Um all right, the Frankfurt School. My so, hot dog's so bad now okay we can we'll have a, we'll get a hot dog after this, okay oh, I promise yeah okay if you if you stay put and you listen, we'll go get a hot dog. oh, hell, yeah, okay, that's maybe that's what I needed. I needed fucking incentive that's what it was Five. instead of
1: a carrot on a stick, it's a hot dog on a stick,
0: yeah, well, fine whatever and I love also hot dogs I'll just too. break
1: the stick and eat the hot dog. also, I'll probably just go buy a hot dog,
0: yeah, Pats just gonna leave in the middle of the, of the fucking podcast. um, I make money and you waste it on hot dogs, yeah. Alright, well just fucking earn your hot dog for once in your life. I'm
1: trying to. All
0: right. You get a Frankfurt if you listen to the Frankfurt School. Nice. Okay. Now again, do you know anything about the Frankfurt no. School? No. Okay, you actually do. You should anyway. Because we talked about one of its members already. We actually talked about two of them. Oh, did we? Yeah, one of them got his own episode. The other one we did in the one of the art episodes, okay? Nice. Okay, so you remember Herbert Marcuse?
1: Who yeah. <laughs> Don't. Of course I do. He was who, that guy.
0: Who did what? You have to remember this. He
1: had like a uh unpleasant life.
0: No, he actually had a fucking bananas pretty awesome life. Well, <coughs> with some with some hairiness in the nineteen thirties. That's what I said. And who's who's the other guy? Uh Walter Benjamin. Of course. And he had a really shitty life. He had a fucking shit life. Um, they always do. But That's there's my more. <laughs> do you need a minute to cough? <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know what's going on. <coughs> we'll, yeah. be
0: right we'll be right back. we will be right <laughs> back. Okay. Uh, we're back. Mar- Mark Yusa, he was the guy who uh was asked to pose for Playboy. Or no, he asked if he could pose pose for Playboy. Oh, this guy. Remember? Yeah, he was tight. Yeah, back in like the seventies. Mm-hmm. Um so there's that guy. Uh the nineteen seventies. The nineteen seventies. We're talking about some contemporary ass philosophy here. And uh, some contemporary ass. And his contemporary ass, which re- refused to be shown. It was too contemporary for, yeah, they for wouldn't the pages let show of, it. of Playboy. It wasn't sizzling enough Yeah That sizzling ass Um, Okay, so there's that guy Herbert Marcuse Walter Benjamin Who uh, tried to run away from the Nazis And then was about to escape And then decided to kill himself instead Whoa (laughs) Which is like Wait, he Really kind of (laughs) sad He could have escaped? He was like So if he just waited Like a couple more days so, this, I should mention that this is uh, Jim S.'s main boy. He really likes this guy, Benjamin. Jim? Yeah. Shithead S? Jim. Shithead Jim is a big fan of him. And, uh, I bet he is. Yeah. Yeah, another sad boy. This guy was about to cross into Spain, I think, and would have been like, was about to like hop on a ship that would, would have taken him either to England or the United States, but he panicked and he thought that the Germans were like right around the corner, so he just killed himself. But they weren't. But they, the, he probably could have made it, if he just waited like a like a day. Ah, poor little guy. Yeah. Uh, um. So there's that guy Walter Benjamin. There's a few more other characters. Here. I feel like we've covered it. I feel like we can probably just stop. You want to stop? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's there's two more guys. I really want to talk. There are some pretty wild stories involved with these guys. Uh. So one of the, one of the main dudes in the uh, the uh, Frankfurt School is this guy named Theodore Adorno. Uh, <laughs> Again, I don't know when I don't know when you're gonna erupt into laughter. What's what's, what? what's his name? Theodore Adorno.
1: Oh, it's not delivery. It's, it's Adorno. Adorno. <laughs> oh.
0: Okay. We're tweeting that for sure. Salami.
1: <laughs> oh, chop up the mushrooms.
0: Oh, Coppa Cola.
1: Oh, make sure hey. the onions aren't too hey. thinly cut. Seize the means of producing this fucking
0: gugatza. Huh? <laughs> um so he is he is <laughs> <laughs> so okay so Barros. this guy theodore adorno his so his real last name uh is actually Wiesenthal.
1: what the he, fuck
0: okay so his dad's jewish his dad was jewish and his mom was hella italian okay well i so guess he's, yeah. he's half and half and he took his mom's name uh, for obvious reasons, because Wiesenthal, that name sucks dick, I'm sorry.
1: It's not the best.
0: Yeah. I guess he'd definitely have a better... Yeah, he'd have a better... Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Now, think of the most stereotypically Italian profession for an Italian female to be, and not a mother. What do you think it is? A cook? No, but that's a good one. Um, i
1: two more chances. For an Italian lady?
0: Yeah, the most stereotypical occupation for an italian
1: lady. Hmm. A longshoreman. <laughs> no. <laughs> um And she's italian? Mhm. What? Yeah, you got one more guess.
0: She's a baker? Oh, uh, that's actually pretty good. What is she? Um she was an
1: opera singer. <laughs> <laughs> When I was a little kid, I used to love to sing opera. That was my thing. What? I would sing opera. I guess I probably never told you about this. No,
0: you never did. Okay, I never sang actual
1: opera. Like it's not like I ever took lessons. I just really liked to walk into rooms and just go oh like that. Like I just thought it was funny. And then my mom took me to an opera night at the Italian Oven. Uh huh. uh, What's the Italian Oven? It's an Italian place and beautiful. Downtown McLean, Virginia. Now it's called Polchanel, the Italian host, but I always think of it as the Italian oven. Okay. But we went there for like a like an opera because uh-huh. you knew that I like to sing opera, and we watched it, and I was like, "This fucking sucks." <laughs> yeah, like, I just like kind of like to make noise. <laughs> yeah, you're just a kid who like who's just like had too much sugar. I'm just a kid who needs attention. So well, now I'm you're singing. now
0: you're an adult who's had too much sugar.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's and it's killing you, no. and we're all worried about you. Oh no. <laughs> um. But, uh, man, you sort of stuck with opera. <laughs> I guess so.
1: But then I would have eaten... I still probably would have eating pasta all goddamn day, Yeah, actually, wrong. that's probably not a Carb good idea. Carb City. Yeah. Population. Uh, me. <laughs> did you sing more than one note, or... No. I just went, oh, Like, I can't even do it anymore, but I would, like, pretend to sing opera and stuff, and that was my thing, and all the kids knew me as, like, being the cool... All the kids knew you? Yeah, they knew me as, like, this cool guy who would sing opera. How old were you when, the, when you did this? Nate? Eight. Okay, that's, that's kind of adorable. Yeah, everyone just thought it was funny. Everyone yeah. was like, oh, that rules. And then I went to go watch it, and I was like, it's, it's not good.
0: <laughs> <I just laughs> like, why say.
1: does this happen?
0: <laughs> They're actually singing stuff, and I can't understand it.
1: I don't understand it. And even if I could, could understand it, I'd be like, well, this is boring. Yeah. Oh, a guy's declaring his love? Fuck off. Actually,
0: I think operas, some like opera themes and plots are pretty compelling. I still hate opera to this day. Fine, I you know what I, I'm not gonna get into this. You will you. never make me go to the opera. Ben. I'm not trying to. Well, good, because okay. I'm not gonna go. Fine, and if you ask me, I'll say no. I'm not. I'm not. I, I wouldn't go to the opera either. It, oh, it also sounds boring. Actually, we'll talk man. about the opera. What? Yeah, we're gonna talk about the opera because oh, I just remembered it kind of it kind of feeds into what we're talking about. So what are we talking about? The Frankfurt School.
1: So this goddamn WAP is, Bitch. is this 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 ha- half a WAP is running around. Yeah.
0: This WAP, this WAP kike bitch (laughs) is, I can say it. I can say it because I'm half kike. (laughs) You're probably going to edit this out. Oh, no. Um, You can say it. Who cares? Yeah, I can say it. It's your people, Ben. It is. It is my people. All right. These, oh, by the way, all of these guys are at least half. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single one of them. Mercuse was Jewish.
1: Uh, Walter Benjamin, of course, is Jewish. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, of it, course.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we better cut it off now. You said
1: you said his name, and I honestly was like, I thought it was like the prime minister of Israel or something. Who, Walter Benjamin? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, who was that it one guy? Like Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah, that's yeah. who I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are they the same person? Do you think? No, they're not.
0: <laughs> do you have evidence? That was so absurd that I like scoffed. I do you have evidence <laughs> that they're <laughs> not the same person. Yeah, because the one is still alive, and the other uh,
1: murdered himself. Ever seen in the same room at the same time? I got, so two wor- I got no. three words for you, Ben. Check and mate, bitch.
0: Fine, fine. Yeah, Walter Benjamin, who was dead, is the same person as the current prime minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu. History's crazy, dude. History is really crazy, dude. <laughs> so what happens? All right, so speaking of, cra- uh, speaking of history, speaking of crazy, speaking of all this shit, we've still got a couple more we have to list off. <sighs> okay, no, I think you'll like this guy's name at the very least. So the guy who was in charge of the Frankfurt School for, I, I would say, the most amount of time before it was shut down by the Nazis, uh, is this guy named Max Horkheimer. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is, Which, dude. you know, laugh it up, because I thought that was funny, too. I bet it is. All right, yeah. So it's these main four guys, and there's some other peripheral dudes. Uh, I'll just list them off real quick. There's uh, Eric Fromm, yeah. Henrik Grossman, mm-hmm. and Jürgen Habermas. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, Jürgen Habermas I think is the only non-Jewish one He's just German as fuck uh, And still alive uh, Good for him dude Okay so guess what all these people have in common bitch Um they are Other than being Jewish I don't and know
1: German They all like polo
0: The the
1: sport? Yeah
0: No I don't think they do Actually, I, think, I got nothing I think they'd be pissed off at po- anyone who plays polo You think um, so? Yeah well, think what a lot of Jews <laughs> are accused of being a lot of the time. What do you mean? Marxists. Oh, yes. Yeah. These guys were Marxists, hella Marxist. Um and they basically founded this school where they wanted to talk about you know, what is the status of Marxism in the 20th century? Why Soviet Russia's experiment in socialism sucked so much? And why hasn't the Western world uh, you know, resulted in a communist revolution or a socialist revolution which marx sort of predicted would be inevitable these guys sound tight (laughs) okay i know you're being really condescending right now what do you mean you're being so patronizing i'm not um but okay so what do you remember about marx if anything
1: uh he had a big ass beard um became try he became a lutheran (laughs) he became a
0: lutheran that's a weird detail that you remember he's a lutheran yeah that's true but like he cast off the shackles of capitalism dude not really this
1: guy's my hero he
0: tried is he really your hero yeah <laughs> at least not <laughs> no he's not you couldn't give a shit less no i love the guy <laughs> <laughs> who how could you not okay do you remember anything from the marx episode we talked about a few things like alienation do you remember alienation no
1: but this is, this is a very long time ago
0: it's, it's true i'll give you that it was almost two years ago um so what these guys were talking about are basically what happened. They're basically asking Marx and the working class, and communist theory in general. They're basically going, "Hey guys, come on! What happened here? What's guys, what's the story? What's what's wrong? Why can't we get off our fucking feet and do this already?" Yeah, okay? that's what I've been saying. And they postulate that there are a lot of reasons why. Um, so a little bit of context, which you'll love.
1: I my favorite thing is context.
0: Yeah. So, these guys all were born around, like, the turn of the century or slightly before that. So, Benjamin was born in 1882. Yeah. Horkheimer, 1895. uh, Adorno. (laughs) (laughs) Not delivery. It's Adorno. It's Adorno. Uh, 1903. And Mark Yusu was born in 1898. Okay. So, they were all pretty much- Nice, dude. Yeah. They were all pretty much coming of age during a massive war. Uh called world war one world war or the great War, <laughs> as they called it back then um and what they saw it as was basically just this uh this land grab by capitalism capitalism was just kind of forcing these countries to go at each other's throats and try to like gain more market share was like sort of how they interpret it that's really simplistic yeah but that's like essentially how it goes um now what happened after world war one was Germany was basically in shambles, right? And this is where they all grew up. And there, it was like prime for revolution. Like a revolution should have happened, everyone pretty much says. I wonder why it didn't. Well, here's why it didn't. There's a lot of reasons. They would theorize for why it didn't. Um, but basically, instead of what happened, instead of uh, a communist revolution happening, the exact opposite thing happened.
1: A bombunist revolution <laughs> where they all got bombed and died, right? Or Kind no? of.
0: I mean, there were a lot of bombs in this period. But can you take a wild fucking guess who, you know, who like thoroughly disappointed all these communists after World War One?
1: I'm going to guess that his name is. I didn't know it's a he. Oh, because hmm. it is. Oh, <laughs> Ben, I'm going to ask you this, or I guess it's not a question. It's more of a statement. I am the walrus. It was John Lennon. John Lennon. Yeah, John really Lennon
0: rose to power in germany in 1933 and is responsible for killing millions of jews turned out he was kind of a jerk (laughs) yeah john lennon who knew also beat his
1: wife apparently which is unforgivable now you know everyone always says that but i I, i've always looked at i've never found anything about that what's the deal i don't know pat why do you hate women well because john lennon did no because (laughs) uh no because everyone always says that but i've never been able to find anything about that just an aside OK,
0: man, that's a uh, weird flex, but OK. No, it's um, not.
1: I'm just saying I've never I'm just curious where that comes from.
0: Sounds to me like you're not looking hard enough. Are you an ally or not? Not really. Yeah, I guess you're not. I'm <laughs> you're, just a cool guy. You're wearing a Harito short shirt.
1: So <laughs> I, I like know. Haritos.
0: It just screams not ally. What?
1: <laughs> <A> Harito <laughs> shirt. You ever had Haritos bed? It's great.
0: Yeah, It's delicious.
1: So what does me wearing a Jorito shirt have to do with John Lennon (laughs) fighting his
0: wife? So good makes me want to BK people. Um, (laughs) Okay, let's stay focused here. I'm well. I'm trying to, but you're unlike the working class. Oh shit, Ben's getting at him. No, okay. So here's what happened. World War One happened. Uh, Germany (laughs) gambled, and boy did it lose, brother. Yeah, it lost real bad. They were forced to pay all kinds of reparations in the Treaty of Versailles. Their economy was just down the toilet. Um, It was just, shit was like really, really bad for a while. In 1919, communists almost took over. Uh, And they, after they saw what happened in Russia, so Russia went communist in 1917, the German communists who were called the Spartacists, which is kind of a tight name, yeah, that's um, pretty good. Yeah, run by Rosa Luxemburg, <coughs> who I want to talk about at, in another episode at some point. But uh she and this other fucking guy, who fucking cares? Um <laughs> <Just> some dude. <laughs> they were like the head of the German uh uh communists and they were trying to basically institute a communist revolution in Germany uh right after World War 1, right? Because, you know, the the royalty and the, you know, big business interests had betrayed the public and they decided that it's time for the workers to finally unite because, you know, the war machine was built on their backs and blah, 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 all this stuff. I'm with you, dude. Okay. So they tried to do that Uh, right after the war, almost by accident. The Great War, they called it. Yeah, the Great War. They didn't call it World War One. They did call it the war to end all wars for a while. Yeah.
1: Which is really just really funny, like just so silly. <laughs> like, really? Well, I mean, at the time, you have to imagine they've never seen that level of destruction. They're probably like, there's no topping this.
0: I, yeah. But then also, I think they really underestimated Germans ability to be like, this is not over.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Germans took it very personal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, we get it. So here's setting the stage. doesn't excuse what they did. No, it doesn't. I know it's, that you're implying it
0: does, but it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm not, I'm not implying that. Huh. Why do you think I'm a Nazi? I. That's just, <laughs> you know, your words and thoughts and actions. I guess I shouldn't have introduced myself as Obersturmführer. Yeah, I mean, that, that kind
1: of set me on edge. Then, of course, you repeated, you know. Um, Why are you on edge? You're Irish. I'm not on they edge at pra- all.
0: They were practically allies of the Nazis. What? <laughs> Basically. No, they weren't. Yeah, they were neutral.
1: My grandfather fought,
0: bitch. Oh, yeah, but he was American. Yeah, well, he was also from Northern Ireland. He was American. Well, he became American eventually. Oh, he's from Northern Ireland, so he was forced to fight. I bet he didn't No, he fought after he moved, <laughs>
1: after he moved here. Ben. This is disgracing the memory of your yeah, dad. My dead Irish <laughs> racist grandfather. Undeniably racist man, yeah, but, you know.
0: Well, anyway, so, okay, so good. He did his part. Kicking <laughs> yeah, and did. screaming. He did his part.
1: <laughs> Kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> he okay, volunteered.
0: Okay. Um.
1: Okay. Where were so, you? Uh, I don't recall hearing about any Cholocks in the Great War or the the Second Great War. Well, here's here's World a fun War fact.
0: Uh, some of them <laughs> were murdered in the Holocaust. So there oh. you go. Well. <laughs> it's cool. I never met them. Did I tell you that story about how we found that out my family? Maybe. <laughs> okay. I'll tell it again. So, my dad and my brother and I went to Israel in 2008. Oh, I'm, okay. Yeah, you did tell the story, but go ahead. And then we went to the, y- the Yad Vashem Memorial. Yeah. Which is like, uh, it's like the Holocaust Museum, but for Israel, so it's like times 10. Jesus. Yeah. And they have like, they... It's the size cool. of a city block. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. It's like in a mountain. Yeah. Um, It looks pretty cool. But, so, all this time, basically... Every, like everyone in not everyone in Israel, <laughs> but people who are in charge of like researching the Holocaust uh to keep it in people's memory. They like scoured the entire globe and got every fucking record that they could get to see like who who you could show has did or did not die in the Holocaust. Right? Wow. So we went and they put it all in this.
1: Well first they they, they knocked over they knocked a knocked over an empty beer can. An empty beer can. Yeah. Way to go, Ben. There you go. See I'm getting better. Empty beer Ben, they call him. <laughs> Now um, it's all in his tummy.
0: Yeah, it's all in my tummy. Oh, there's so much beer in my tummy. This one's going in my tummy, too. Check this out.
1: Whoa. Okay. Instead, whenever I'm I'm out somewhere and, and I'm like hanging out and I want to tell someone I'm drunk, I just say, there's so much beer in my tummy. And then I rub my tummy and I go, mm. Now I'm hungry. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> to offset all the beer. Okay. <laughs> That's off-putting. I'm destroying my body.
0: Yeah. So almost as off-putting as this. Yes. So... Uh, they oh, yeah, have this, Israel. Yeah, they have this huge fucking yeah. Uh, Israel's is pretty off-putting. Sometimes. Well, that's not what I meant, but yeah, <laughs> I guess it kind of is. Yeah, it's all right. I'm I'm gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> stop killing innocent people. As a
1: former Zionist, Ben is allowed to criticize the uh, the great state of Israel. Yeah. Anyway. Zionist Ben. I <laughs> <laughs> you should change your Twitter to Zion Ben the Zionist.
0: People will see that and that fucking socialist rose, and their <laughs> and their head will explode. They're like they're like. You can't be both. Yeah, yeah. Um, This is
1: America, Jack. I can do whatever
0: the fuck I want. I can do whatever the fuck I want to. Um, So can Israel, apparently. But um, anyway, so they fucking have this huge database of everybody who died in the Holocaust. So all you have to do is just search your last name. So we searched our last name. We searched Cholok. And sure enough, blip, 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 a couple entries. Oh, no. Yeah. uh, There's a a branch of our family uh, spelled K-H-O-L-O-K. So it's like Cholok or whatever. Wow. In some fucking town in Lithuania. Uh, guess when records of them stop? Oh, no. 1940?
1: 1942. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Um, Yeah, okay. So here's my this...
0: dad... So we all kind of discovered this at the same time, right? We were yeah. like, what's going to happen? What are we going to get? We get those results, and then there's like silence for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And then my dad just goes, ooh, well, you guys want to get some ice cream or... Uh... <laughs> 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 Cause it's like we weren't like. I what mean, else could you say? It's a bummer, and also like, what else can you say? And also like, we weren't. We never knew them. No, right? like they're very very distant. Uh, sure. Like my my side of the family, my great granddad immigrated to the, the United States. My great great grandfather. <laughs> he. <laughs> He emigrated in like nineteen ten or something. Like he he saw it coming from a while back. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he moved to West Virginia and became a fucking coal miner, which is really weird. What? Yeah, it's a very weird occupation for a Jew. Um,
1: uh, you hold on, your grand your your great grandfather or your yeah, grandfather, your great
0: like grandfather,
1: your great grandfather, became yeah. a Jew coal miner. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a slur. You fucking Jew coal miner. I'd be like, oh no. Well, Why
0: did you say it like that? You could say Jewish coal miner. Well, he's a
1: Jew coal miner. It's not a, the word Jew isn't a bad word.
0: That's true. It's not. I it's mean, not. it depends on how you use it. <laughs>
1: no, it's not. It, uh, I, you know what's so funny is that Ray's. You know, in the, on the on the the, the East Coast, you mm-hmm. know, people just say the word Jew. Yeah. Like m- like that's just my like like my, my like my my mother would say that word all the time because she was gr- she grew up in New York around. Mad Jews, and like, that's just how they <laughs> talk mad Jews, but mad Jews, and that's just yeah. and like, oh, yeah, I'm a Jew. You know what's weird, actually? The, that's how I, Jews say they, they say I'm a Jew, so that's how she says it. So I always just thought it sounded a little weird, but I knew it wasn't, you know. Well, it's, it's one of those words where you hear it and you go, huh, yeah it's, like yeah, it's like Puerto Rican, yeah, it's like Puerto Rican, yeah, it's like don't say it on June, i I give be furious. Well, yeah, he's a Mexican, yeah, he's not a fan,
0: yeah, I know. <laughs> I also I also dabble in that side. Oh, no. Um, yeah, why do you think I hate Dominicans? Anyway, I <laughs> not true. I don't hate anyone.
1: Um, that's not true. I don't hate any groups. I hate a lot of individuals.
0: Yeah, for being black. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common denominator. It's a little awkward, yeah. but no, it just turns out. I that just happen all... to hate these individuals. I'm sorry that they're all
1: black. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm sorry that I wrote all their names down. I have pages of names. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. They call me the... Uh, the uh, Page Dean. Page Dean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, where, where the fuck were we? Oh, yeah. I don't so know. <laughs> um, The
1: Holocaust, it always comes back to the Holocaust. It always
0: does. Okay, and here's the thing. This is going to be a Holocaust-heavy episode. Great, great.
1: Yeah. You know what subject matter I love to, to talk about? <laughs> what? The Holocaust. It just makes me feel good. Are you being sarcastic right now? Because that's pretty anti-Semitic if you are. Yes!
0: <laughs>
1: I'm going to kill you, Ben.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. So speaking of the Holocaust, and the only anti-Semitic thing about me is my attitude, <laughs> and your beliefs, and wait a minute, and your, and my and your disposition and your actions and, and your beli- words And my hatred. <laughs> wait a minute, hang on a sec. Okay,
0: it's cool. You're only the second most anti-Semitic person in this
1: room. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> just because you have self-hate, yeah, and issues. Anyway, let's let's talk about these Jews a little more. I want to talk about your self-hatred.
0: I don't really want to. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I guess we don't have to. We
0: could. I mean, we could, that, that's another episode, though. Let's not get sidetracked, because we have a lot to cover. <sighs> <laughs> I, I love hearing you sigh when I say that. It's
1: well, weird. it's just... Ugh, it's just like we've been talking Look, forever. I swear there's a pretty cool thing in here, okay? Well, then let's get to it, Ben. All right, no, well, it's it's... You're y- prattling on about the Holocaust and so how happy you it happened, and I'm fucking sitting here trying to learn. I'm <laughs> not happy that it happened. Okay, okay well, okay. I guess I just... Let's I guess get I'm, back to this I thing. guess I'm mistaken,
0: but... <clears throat> Okay, so World War One happens. Communists, the Spartacists, they try to take over. Spartacists. <laughs> they are no. betrayed by the socialists, okay? Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is where it Man. gets real contentious. So uh after after like the Germans surrender, there's kind of like chaos as to who's in charge. Like the Kaiser fucking leaves the country, right? He's not allowed to be Kaiser anymore. They don't know what to do. They don't know if they're gonna install like another guy as king or if they're gonna Set up a democracy or what? So what happens is they, they instead
1: of a ca- Kaiser, they'll have a uh, wheat bread.
0: Yeah, very good. Well, yeah, they have a, they install a sourdough instead of a Kaiser. Yeah, the sandwich man is yeah. back. The sandwich man is back. Shit, this all ties together. Okay, so almost basically a- accidentally, the socialists take power, um, and the socialists they are like on real thin ice because people already don't like them. Uh, and so what they do is they team up with the military, which is like in Germany is a very, very like strongly held tradition. Like the military is its own institution. Basically, the socialists are like, if you back us up with the military, we'll legitimize like you know anything that you do. You guys can basically just rearm and whatever. Sure. Which Germany is not allowed to do technically after World War One. Oh right?
1: yeah. Okay. After that Tom, after that tomfoolery they pulled. Yeah. And so starting a world war. Right. <laughs> they started fuck a world war. Problem.
0: Well, they didn't learn their lesson because they're about to start it again.
1: Son of a bitch. Are you serious?
0: Okay, so these socialists, they uh, are getting real, like, scared of the communists. So you got two kinds of Marxists here. You've got socialists and communists. Socialists are a little more democratically inclined, and the communists are like, fuck, fuck everything we're going to take over. By any means necessary, violence, if if possible, hmm. right? if possible, if 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 necessary, or whatever if possible.
1: If possible, we'd love to cause violence,
0: yeah. well, they they were trying to. everyone was causing violence. It was like a fucking riot for like two years, basically. Wow. ok, the socialists didn't really feel safe as being in charge of the Weimar Republic. So what they did was they called in a favor with the military and they said, "Hey, can you take out the communists?
1: Every time that we helped you move your couches, well, yo, it's a favor. So, can you kill kind all of. these people? Thanks, military. Yeah, and I love you. Guess guess who was
0: fucking dying to do that? The military. Yeah. So there's the military and then also all these unemployed <laughs> veterans who were all disenfranchised, were really fucking depressed, they didn't really have much going for them. So they decided to join all these paramilitary groups that believed in German nationalism and anti Semitism and racism and anti communism they went and they fucking just like murdered all these communists yeah and basically threw their bodies in the river (laughs) that's not good yeah so okay so that happens the communists were really close to taking over now the these these jews at the frankfurt school were wondering if the circumstances were primed for revolution and the working class was like right there they were right there to start a communist revolution more like
1: the jerking class
0: kind of. Yeah. They're basically like why are these guys being a bunch of jerks? Just why are they jerks. jerking off?
1: They're just being mean you and owing.
0: Yeah, you should be working off all this debt <laughs> that we incurred from fighting a <laughs> this dumb war.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but instead you're jerking off. <laughs> you're- what would you do if you were just J <laughs> owing and you were caught by like your like dad, like your dad walked in as you were JOing and you looked <laughs> up and then you said, Oh, you should have been working off. And then he left. I mean, I don't know. I would feel so ashamed. I would call, I, if that would mean I'd call you immediately.
0: I would, yeah, I I would call you and I would be, Pat, I'm ashamed. I'm confused. Uh, I'm still horny. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Okay, anyway. The working class was caught with their fucking trousers around their around their ankles, just jerking off instead of working off. Okay. <laughs> and so they got murdered. Well, kind of. So they didn't get murdered. What <laughs> happened was these communists, who are supposed to be the voice of the working class, were yes. supposed to lead the working class. They just got fucking totally betrayed. No, oh, no. And the working class was just like, eh, whatever. We don't really care. We don't. We don't even really know what's going on. We're just trying to eat, right? We're like desperate, like. Inflation in Germany at the time was, like, basically the value of the Deutschmark was going down by the hour. Like, yeah, so it, like, started the day at, like, you know, four Deutschmarks to a dollar, and then it ended the day at 500 Deutschmarks to a dollar. You know it's crazy? Like it's that kind it's of It's crazy shit. to
1: think about that kind of stuff happening in real time before that computers and stuff. That's wild. Yeah, how
0: do you even know? I don't even I don't know even, how you would know how that. How would you know that? But people are just, like, losing faith in the currency.
1: Uh, yeah, and you, like, go to, like, so you don't know. You're just going to buy a loaf of bread. Which yesterday cost, you know, four marks or whatever. And then you walk in and it's like, yeah, that'll be uh, 7000 Right. Well, can I bargain with you? No. All right. Well, I'll be taking my business elsewhere. <laughs> it's like,
0: okay, with your worthless-ass money? Yeah. Like, okay. So anyway, this is panic-inducing, right? Like, how fucking scared would you be in this situation? I'd be upset. Yeah. Okay, so what would you do? Would you start revolting? Or what would you do?
1: What would I do? Yeah. Probably play some Super Smash Brothers to kind of figure out my headspace. That kind of helps me think. Go for a walk, take a nap, probably forget it ever happened.
0: Okay, that's kind of the perfect answer. Yeah. Okay, because that's sort of what happened. What? uh, They didn't have Super Smash Brothers. I was about to say. I was about
1: to say, who did they play as?
0: But they had distractions. I bet they played as Kirby. No. They probably would have played as Ganondorf.
1: Oh, the, oh, the Nazis? Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. yeah um, they probably would have. Yeah. Yeah, they probably
0: would have, actually. Right, because it's like a strong image, a strong man figure. Sure. Italy yeah.
1: is probably Dr. Mario. We're Mario. Uh, it's Mario. Come on. No, no, no. But Italy, it, because Dr. Mario, America is Mario. There's two different characters.
0: Why would America be Mario?
1: Because that's the American, you know, that's the guy who came to America for the American dream. And instead, he became a plumber. Whereas, back in the old country, he was a doctor. Okay, that makes a
0: a weird amount of sense. Yeah, <laughs> I swear you do have these savant tendencies sometimes.
1: Yeah, I'm a savant guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's not how you say that. England would be Pitt for sure. Um, I thought. See, I would have thought England would be Link. Maybe, but no, because well, who's France? Who's France? France yeah. is probably Francis Kirby. Francis Kirby, for yeah. sure. <laughs> just <'cause> they stomped <laughs> out so quickly. Oh, no, they're Pichu, even worse. Okay. Francis Pichu, uh, Pichu. Are you saying Pichu or Pikachu? Pichu is a different character. Uh, okay. Ben, I think I know what I'm just, All right, I'm just, I, I'm
0: just clarifying. Who else? Spain? Well, Spain was sort of neutral.
1: Hmm. I guess oh, no, he... no,
0: Spain was about to have its civil war. Yeah. So it could be like two or three people. yeah. Okay, listen, we're getting distracted.
1: Well, Japan is definitely Ryu. Yeah, okay, fine. He's, 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 he's well, Japanese. Well, why not Yoshi? Because Yoshi's not Japanese. Ryu is. It's canon.
0: Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'm not getting into this. Ben, it's canon! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is the straightest I've ever seen you sit up in, like, years. Yeah, man. Okay. So, here's what's going on. The, this working class they're they're gonna go and fucking either distract themselves or they're gonna fucking panic they're gonna try to find some food or they're gonna like try to do whatever they can to get some money like yeah. whatever right um and they're despondent they're depressed like germany like their their country w- that they loved so much is is now like you know totally fucking defunct right it's yeah. kaput right? deutschland oh, we love germany deutschland is kaput who cares okay um now they're not primed for a revolution because they lack what's called class consciousness.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger would say that they lack discipline.
0: Sort of, yeah. In a way, it is, it is <laughs> that they lack discipline. They lack, <laughs> they, they lack the discipline to realize the situation that they're in. Okay? Yeah. So they lack class consciousness. This is what's really, really important here. Marx talked about how for the working class to achieve revolution, to like liberate themselves from capitalism... They need to achieve class consciousness.
1: I've been saying this, dude.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: I've been telling people this for a long time. It's, 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 you know, if you've ever seen me do stand-up comedy, you know that I mostly talk about this.
0: Okay. And how does how does uh, playing Super Smash Brothers help you attain
1: class consciousness? Well, um, because you figure out who's good, who's not. You know, it's like a uh, King K rule will be the top of that because that that character is very good in this new game. How how does this help? How does this help praxis? Well, because <laughs> King K. Rool has so many different options, whereas if you get close to him, he's strong and he has a counter move. Mm-hmm. If you're far away, he can throw his crown at you. Middle distance, he can shoot a, um, a cannonball at you and then suck you in. And actually, there's a good trick um, where if you jump off the edge, you suck uh, the bad guy into your like, <coughs> like shooter thing that you have. Mm-hmm. You get him under the stage, you shoot him out. Yeah. So both of you die. But if you have two lives left and he has one life left, then you win. Okay. So, so this that, is a, that's King K rule and that's should be ultimate. Okay, so what else do you a, want to talk about? The perfect example of
0: why the working class will never achieve class consciousness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, because
0: you It's a good character. You just spent how many minutes was that I don't describing know. this and in such detail. Like you're obviously an expert. Like you did you did research, you studied this, his, like you, his, you've his, been thinking about this. His back air spikes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, okay. So I don't even know half of what you're talking about, but you obviously know what you're talking about. Yeah. You, or you, you sound like you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's for something that's completely worthless. It's absolutely worthless. Well, I mean, it's Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's completely worthless. It's um, another I'm
1: fighting to save my universe, so.
0: Okay, so it's not even your universe. It's a fake universe, okay? Which brings us back to another fake universe, capitalism. Oh yes. Capitalism is a fake universe that fills reality, that fills fills our experience with what Benjamin calls a phantasmagoria. <laughs> okay? And it's it's just all Ooh, That's a silly word. It is a silly word and it's filled with silly things. Like <laughs> Super Smash Brothers and Netflix subscriptions and like, you know, getting that ironic t-shirt and uh, you know, following the right people on Instagram and getting likes on Facebook and all that shit. Right. It's all these like stupid, abstract things that engage our attention that keep us from really understanding what we're going through. Okay, That's keeping us from attaining class consciousness. Okay. Okay. Now, that looked different back in the day. Back in in Germany, it was fear mongering. Uh, It was reactionary right wing politics. It was race baiting. It was, uh, you know, uh, kind of. Alluding to a glorified past of like you know the German yeah. people and blah 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 that you know, sort of stuff. This myth. When basically. you and I hang
1: out, mm-hmm. it's beer mongering. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cheers, brother. All right. Cheers, brother.
0: Two lonely men with two lonely stars. Two lonely stars. Yeah. Well,
1: okay. that's not a lonely star. We I think we've discussed what lonely star is.
0: Okay. So this is a new development because Marx was saying how a communist revolution is basically inevitable because capitalism would end up destroying itself. Okay. Marx was writing this in the 19th century, right? This is now the f- like the first third of the 20th century and capitalism is showing no signs of dying. Okay? There was a huge crisis with the depression and like hyperinflation in Germany, but then that basically evened out and got everyone back to just being distracted by these stupid things. Yeah. Okay. So this is where the Frankfurt School kind of kind of sees an opening. And sees like this. Here's what's. Here, there's something new going on. There's something different that's going on that Ma- Marx didn't account for, and so Marxism needs to be updated. Okay, what Marx talked about. Marx 2.0. Marx is basically like Marx 2.0. Hmm. Okay. So originally Marx talked about alienation. Okay, alienation happens when in a capitalist system. I feel alienation
1: in this alienation.
0: See, this is another reason why capitalism is evil because it, I'm doing slam poetry. I know because it it it. It prompts people to come up with garbage art forms like slam poetry yeah. to express
1: themselves, whereas... I feel alienation in this, alienation. The nation of my nation is just hating. Okay. When I alienate,
0: <laughs> you're I'm doing, slam
1: po- I'm doing slam poetry.
0: Okay, so that's... I'm a poet! No, you're not. You're a slam poet. You're the most alienating type of poetry.
1: <laughs>
0: what do you mean? I fucking hate slam poetry.
1: Because <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. Is there just us, or was it just us in this? You didn't even do it right. I must. It's your
0: only bit. I bust <laughs> a bust, nut, bitch. Okay. Alienation happens when. Do you remember any of this? Sure. We talked about this. Yeah. Okay. What is alienation? It's when you feel alienated. How do you?
1: What? Ha-
0: how? What causes alienation?
1: Um. You know, you are like into suicide girls and stuff in high school, <laughs> and you. Uh... <laughs> well, whatever. Suicide girls are hot. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think. I think. I think. I think we were proven right. What the suicide girls? Were we arguing about the suicide girls? No, but I think a lot of people thought it was kind of lame and dumb. But like, now you look back on it, you are like, oh, it's kind of cool. I don't know. Was, I, I never thought it was lame. Yeah, but a lot of, a lot of people did. Okay. Well,
0: haters. Haters um, are gonna hate. Yeah. Okay. So you let's get heard back to this. Saying? Yeah, I've heard of that saying. Alienation. And aliens are going to alienate. No. Production is going to alienate.
1: I thought we were talking about slam poetry. Capitalism exactly is going to alienate.
0: Oh. Okay, so what what happens? You're a bad example because you... I don't know what you do for money, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? You know exactly what I do. No, I
0: know. You're a booker for the Velveeta Room. Sure. But, like, you, you have a very rare, rare case of... I assume you love what you do, right? It's fun. Like, you, you didn't go after that job without wanting it and like you get to see comedy and blah 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 yeah right but isn't it a drag sometimes Mm -hmm. yeah
1: everything's a drag like any job right i've I've been in the middle of having sex i been like it's kind of a drag (laughs) okay
0: well that is a completely different issue
1: (laughs) no yeah it's a whole thing
0: (laughs) i would rather be like watching something i'm glad you're talking to somebody because uh, <laughs> like yeah, you know, we had a
1: very interesting session this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of uh, I'm trying to remember what I said. Ooh, I remember what I said. Never mind. I don't want to repeat. Okay. <laughs>
0: you guys out there can wonder about that. Um. It okay. Bad. It was bad. <laughs> the only hint is that it was really bad. Okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll talk about this later. But personal issues aside. <laughs> And your particular case aside, most people's jobs are horrible, right? Yeah. Like, what what do you do all day? You you know, you sit in an office and you fucking punch keys in a keyboard, and you're doing something you don't oh. even really know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't do that. I know you don't. That's what I'm just saying. I know. But I'm just trying to make you feel bad about yourself. I I feel bad. Everyone feels bad. Everyone who's caught in this should feel bad because. Yeah. That's what the alienation is. In the
1: aliena- alienation in, in this, this alienation. alienation. Yeah. Man, that's such a good line. No, it's, it's not. So bad. No, it's not. No, I mean, I mean, it's good in the sense that it is <laughs> terrible. But, like,
0: you're using your labor, right, which is this concept that that Freud didn't come up with, obviously, but he sort of defined into a technical term. Your labor is basically you put all of your effort and all of your time and energy and like sweat and concern and worry and all that stuff, right? to anything that you do, that's you're using your labor. But when you're doing that for something that's kind of abstract and you don't really know what it's for, you're working for somebody else to you're not even making... most of us aren't even making a pro a physical product anymore, right? Yeah. We're like data entry or fucking I work in marketing, which is a garbage fucking job. Like Why? it's made up. What do you it's mean? made up. It wouldn't exist if capitalism didn't exist.
1: Oh, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It serves no purpose but to Fuel that fucking fire
1: I fuel the fire of My stop desire Stop doing slam poetry Capi- Please stop Capitalism I'm, must retire I'm begging you Okay <laughs> I mean I'm just trying to express myself But Okay right.
0: so, <laughs> so So workers are alienated in that way Right So they spend like fucking 8 hours a day Back in the day it was even more It was like 12 hours a day Yeah Doing something for somebody else And they didn't get the They didn't see the fruits of their labor Right So they're alienated from their own labor the shit that they're producing is like they never
1: see it. You have no idea how hard it is for me to not do slam poetry right now. Okay, That's stop. All I, want. That's I all I'm swear to God, I'm, I won't do it. Please stop. I'm just telling you that I'm thinking of slam poetry as you're talking right now, and it's really hard to not. I'm not sl- saying that. I'm trying it's to not... slam, dude.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm ready to slam. They call the UBAs will call me MJ. It's so bad. I want to slam. What slam? Do- okay, Michael not, Jordan, basketball player. I can't engage
0: with you. Okay, so he a uh, basketball player. I know in the who late Michael 80s 80s Jordan
1: Well, I guess the mid '80s and '90s.
0: Okay, <clears throat> so workers are alienated from their own labor, right? So they spend 12 hours a day, and then they to do what? They go home, maybe eat if they can afford it, pay rent, and like nothing else. They need some sort of diversion, right? Right. That's where we come in. Kind of, yeah. So we're sort of, uh, <laughs> we're sort of implicit in this whole machine. So there's this second round, like a like a second punch. A rope dope happens, basically, where capitalism figures out a way to sustain itself and, and heed off its own destruction because the more the worker gets alienated, the less likely it's going to be productive. So what they do is they, capitalism basically sets up this new type of thing to consume and then hands it over to the worker that they can buy with their wage, right? Sure. So they're alienated from their labor, and now they get this... Shiny new thing, and that thing is whatever it is. A new car, a flat screen, you know, uh, what you're going to watch on Netflix. Our Patreon, that's only $5 a month. Our Patreon, which is $5 a month. Just $5 a month, you get access to bonus episodes.
1: Guys, you can give us the most crumpled bills that you have. We don't give a shit. Yeah. We don't care, right? We're just trying to feed capitalism. I was telling jokes last night. And by capitalism, you mean us. I was telling jokes last night, and I asked them to tip their bartenders a little extra. And I asked them to give me money, too, like mm-hmm. when they were leaving. I said I was going to be standing by the front door and you can put a crumpled five dollar bill in my hot little hands. And no one did it.
0: Yeah, because you said hot little hands.
1: Yeah. No. I don't know. That was funny.
0: <laughs> just asking for money. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, just five dollars a month. Yeah. Almost. Come on, gang. Um, but anyway. Yeah. So there's these diversions like new cars, new shoes. Super Smash Brothers, all this shit, right? This is new things that are supposed to satisfy us, right? That's supposed to fill that hole that is opened up when we are alienated from our own labor, from our own activities. Uh, And we purchase this for a price, right? Now, this is what Adorno, and uh, he, he uses the term the culture industry. The culture industry is this new facet of capitalism that makes sure that workers are blinded and don't know that they're in this fucking fake world yeah right and it's a fake world it's a fake world of fake things of you know planned obsolescence like you take a look at an iphone from 2007 like the very first iphone yes and it doesn't grasp you like it did back then right do you remember when you first saw an iphone oh my gosh it was crazy right i couldn't believe it I saw someone like, you know, doing the pinch move to like expand the map or whatever and I was like, we live in the future. This it's is crazy. crazy. It's awesome. This is awesome. This is the first time I've ever seen that.
1: How many times have you tried to do that on an actual photograph that you that you're holding in oh, your Oh yeah, head? I do that on side so screens. It's so like it's it's kind of disconcerting.
0: Yeah. I've done that on like I'm sure I've been drunk enough to do that
1: on a TV that like Dude, I've done have... it dead sober. I wasn't even thinking about it. Um You ever done this bit where um you are, like, looking at a picture, Mm-hmm. and, like, you hit like, and you don't mean to hit like, because it's, like, really late at night, and then mm-hmm. you immediately hit unlike, and you're just like, I wonder if anyone saw that. Oh, yeah, I don't think they do. I hope not. Otherwise, i have got a lot of explaining to do.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't. I think there's, like a like, a maybe five-second interval for it to take, you know? Nice. Yeah, so don't worry. But here's the point, though all these things like an iPhone like an iPhone from 2007 you look at it now what would you think of it I would uh, pee on it and I would throw it in the woods yeah that's where you belong because it's
1: garbage in the woods covered in piss
0: it's garbage because it's now garbage right and like things like that these these items so they turn into these almost idols for us and it's what Marx kind of referred to and the the uh frankfurt school referred to as commodity fetishism so basically we're fetishizing all these products that we see like you you fetishize (laughs) super smash brothers no i don't yeah you do i just enjoy it no it's you think you just enjoy it but it's it's kind of your only happiness right yeah (laughs) i mean that's okay because everyone else has something else
1: sure yeah Love of their family, admiration of their peers. So that's another thing. I got some, Super Smash Brothers and <laughs> goddamn Vic. So <laughs> just two idiots playing a video game together.
0: Some of these some of these guys, some of these Jews in the in the Frankfurt School. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> some of these goddamn Jews. They would argue to, to a certain extent, but not all the way, that um families things like families, the respect of your peers. Yeah. These are also similarly phantasmagoric. Fake
1: goals. That's so stupid. That are brought about by capitalism. So you disagree? Yeah, it's dumb. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, why? Because what is? I mean, that's that has nothing to like. Oh, you, you know, oh, you. This sounds like someone, a, a, a loser with no family or friends, justifying the fact that happens. Where it's like, well, I actually don't want respect because that's a tool of the government, and they. Their glasses fall off their nose and shatter in a million pieces, and they go, "Don't worry, I have ten with me." And they put a new one on. Okay, just a bunch of fucking nerds. Fuck that. That's so stupid. That's okay, but dumb. How would you know that that's not true though? Because. Because what? Because I've lived it. W-
0: lived what? Life. Not having. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't. I don't disagree with you. Okay. It does sound like a cop out, especially when you go to that far. When you say, "Oh, I don't. I don't care about having the respect of my peers." Yeah. Of course okay. you do. But. How would you have a
1: doctorate, you idiot?
0: How would you ever know that yearning for the respect of your peers isn't conditioned by the capitalist system? How do you know that it isn't? I guess I don't. Right, so that's what they're saying. So they're not necessarily saying that's illegitimate. But are you trying to fart? Please don't fart. No, of course not. (laughs) But they're just casting doubt on it. Yeah. And that's that's another main tool that they use. Uh, There's this thing that they use called negative dialectic.
1: Which basically they want to cast out negative dialectic, intellectually anorexic. Ah, that's not bad. Like knowledge. No, then you Fuck, fuck that the up. system.
0: But anyway, neg- negative dialectic is this thing that Marx used and Adorno too. So Adorno, Adorno. Adorno, Adorno <laughs> and that man, is so funny. I know it's it's really funny. Adorno. My
1: <laughs> the fuck does this guy think
0: he is? So my friend Jeff, he's this he's this dude I knew in college. Jeff. He's a he's a friend of mine. Um, although I haven't talked to him in years
1: Maybe you should give him a call
0: uh, He won't pick up because he never does That's why I stopped calling him
1: Well oh, fuck Jeff then Yeah fuck him
0: But anyway he had a really funny uh, term Basically his screen name for a while was uh, uh, Adornbro Because <laughs> he, he liked playing fantasy football And he was also a big fan of this guy Theodore Adornbro Man Adorno. it's kind of
1: like uh, being a Bernie bro mm-hmm. You're an bro.
0: Yeah he's, he was an bro.
1: He was the original Bernie bro basically do they have russian bots back
0: then yeah they were called the soviets oh
1: no
0: <laughs> um okay so we're gonna get to some juicy shit in a second okay just <laughs> gotta wrap up this last <laughs> yeah bit. okay so, wrap this whole thing up yeah so there's alienation At least, to commodity fetishism right commodity fetishism is basically when you worship these things that don't mean anything like super smash brothers or family um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: those are two very different things.
0: Well, there's still there's still just distractions that the capitalist system creates to keep you pacified. Um, okay, so there's that, and then finally, what happens is these objects that we obsess over and fetishize, they eventually end up holding power over us, and now we just live for these objects, these inert objects. I'm saving money to get a new iPhone. I'm saving money to get a new car. You know, I, 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 you know, need these concert tickets because I can't miss out on this experience of seeing fucking uh, Paul McCartney before he dies or whatever. Right? They hold sway on you, and they make your life less worth living if you don't get them. Right? That's kind of how, how you feel. Capitalism makes basically imbues these these inert objects with that almost religious power. Yeah to to keep you focused and like hey shiny over here over That's here That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's kind of fun. I shiny guess. object? It's kind
1: of fun. You ever look at a shiny object, Ben.
0: This is the this is why this is why Benjamin killed himself. No, it's not. Yeah, cuz like
1: of the Nazis, not the shininess.
0: The shininess it's all part of the same thing, man. It's
1: the same system, man. It's all it's
0: part of the same system, man. blow my mind, dude. Okay. So basically what this means is that these objects, they get reified. That's the word that Adorno, Adornbro <laughs> uses. They get reified. There's reification. It basically means that objects are imbued with subjectivity. And now your iPhone is almost like a person that you have to give constant attention to. Yeah. Right? Your Facebook profile is a person. Your, you know, your car, right? If it starts, if it starts like, you know... The engine light turns on. Not my Ford Fiesta. Yeah, you got to take it to the hospital because it's like your baby. Yeah, dude. Right? I will and I have. How many times have you gasped when you accidentally dropped your computer? It's like dropping a baby. Yeah. Yeah. So this is these things that this is this like weird prison of objects that capitalism makes for us and keeps us
1: trapped in. Okay. Capitalism, a capital system devised to keep my jism around. That's the... pretty good, actually. You're not bad at slam poetry. I'm a slam. dude. i Which I'm is, is really tru-
0: troubling. I'm a poet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you just can't wait to flow it i'm a poet i know it i show it all right grow it
0: so now let's get to some fun shit all right Blow and it? we're almost done thank god okay so basically the culture industry is this a- aspect of of capitalism that makes all these products and makes art uh you know tv shows movies video games all these things keeps us distracted this is why we can't revolt this is why we, we, they're, it's almost impossible for a communist revolution to happen now. And what all these dudes end up arguing for, they got chased out of Germany. First of all, they all left in the same year, like 1934, uh, after Hitler took power. And they saw totalitarianism, like Nazism, like <coughs> taking taking every aspect of life and forcing people to live in it under this like this totalitarian dogma. And they said, that's a good start, but Nazism will never be as, uh, as effective as this other system that they witnessed when they went into exile. Yeah. Because when they moved to the United States, they saw hyper-capitalism at its best. Okay. And they thought of it as way more effective in drowning out the hopes and dreams of the working class Jeez. than Nazism ever was. So they're basically saying that, like, this... Huge world of distracting objects that the United States has created through its economy, right? Is way more this like fake freedom of choice? You can choose a Chevy or a Ford, or you know, a Mac or a PC or whatever. The fact I'm a
1: Mac and I'm a PC.
0: Yeah, the fact that they're only giving you those two choices means that they're already taking your freedom from you because they're limiting what choices you can have.
1: It's like this system is like messed up, man. Yeah,
0: I hate that you don't fucking. At all engage with this.
1: Well, because, you know, no, I am. That's me engaging. No, it's okay. The system, dude. Anyway. How do we stop the system?
0: That's the thing. No one really knows.
1: Well, then why are you getting your goddamn high horse about well, me Well, so Benjamin bitch?
0: had some ideas. Basically, it's using art against itself. Whoa. Okay. Uh, so, like Weird Al. Kind of, yeah, kinda, sure. It uses <laughs> art against itself. Yeah, so I would say Benjamin <laughs> was definitely like the Weird
1: Al of the Frankfurt School. <laughs>
0: Both his parents died from monoxide poisoning. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but, very uh, sad. Very sad. Um, Our but, har- hearts uh, out for Weird Al, man. Yeah. But anyway, he said... Actually, it is kind of related to Weird Al because Benjamin wrote a really, really famous uh, essay called... Amish
1: Paradise? I'm familiar.
0: Yeah, he wrote Amish Paradise. <laughs> in the, Amish Paradise in the Age of Mechanical Reproduction. Um, and it's basically about these new art forms like photography and cinema. And you can uh, extend this to the internet. And basically saying that there is a lot of potential for this new art form or this, these new media to liberate the working classes because you get more of a sense of immediacy. Uh, you can manipulate film, for instance, yeah, to you know manipulate time and space and see how people really live. Uh, and it takes away from traditional arts uh, aura of, of ritual, basically. Whereas like before before like film and photography and all that shit, you'd have to go to a museum to see a work of art, like a painting, or you'd have to go to an opera house to hear music or whatever. And like most people never got to do that unless you were like extremely rich. And those types of art forms always upheld the ideology of the of the ruling class, right? Which just helped to distract the working class from what they're actually mired in. And he's saying that film and photography can like show you the nitty-gritty of like day-to-day life.
1: The working says, class. This yeah. won't last.
0: But it's not just the working class anymore too because now it's basically everyone except for the super rich. It goes all the way up to the middle classes now because hey, they're 1%? just stressed.
1: I can't pay my rent.
0: Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I hate that you're making you you should
1: Should I just devote my life to slam poetry?
0: No. No. You shouldn't, but you do seem to engage a little better <laughs> when, you're, when you're slamming. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like It seems to structure your thoughts in a better way. Okay, so there's that. Last thing that I'll mention is uh, basically there's no freedom in this, in this capitalist society because there's no work that is not alienating, uh, and there's no experience that you can get that you can pay for that's also not alienating. Sure. Right. You, no one's like living their life anymore. Everyone's just doing it through a screen, or, or you know, having to buy something to experience something. Uh, and basically, it's just like our lives are just working for a number. You're not working for anything. You're working for a bank account, right?
1: Dude, sometimes I just feel like a number.
0: I mean that too. You're a number working for a number.
1: Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner.
0: Is this a song I don't know? It's probably a song I don't know. No, we have not Okay.
1: What what is it?
0: Nothing. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, man. Okay. So,
1: absolute last <laughs> thing. I ever heard of the Star Spangled Banner.
0: That's not from the Star Spangled Banner. It is. Is it? You yeah. know what? You could tell me it is, and I I wouldn't know because I do not know the lyrics of the Star Spangled Banner. You don't? <laughs> no. Most people don't. I do. Oh, good for you. Yeah. What
1: well, I know, I know that first. I mean, there's apparently like several verses. I just know the one they sing at ball games.
0: Okay, let me get to this real quick and then you can talk about the fucking Star-Spangled Banner. Sure. So there's this one cool thing that happened with the Frankfurt School. So what happened? The Frankfurt School, for all this time, we never actually talked about the institution itself. So it's called the Institute for, <laughs> it's called the Institute for Social Research. Uh, it was founded in 1923. Uh, all these dudes, Horkheimer, Marcuse, Horkheimer. Yeah, Adorno. Um, LAUGHTER I love that you Just love Adorno. Adorno and Horkheimer. Yeah, Adorno and Horkheimer. They were like best friends, too.
1: I bet they were. Because <laughs> everyone made fun of their names except the, each other. They I cancel think, each other I out. I think they
0: were Eskimo brothers, too. Really? For who, who? No. Benjamin and Adorno, I think, were Eskimo brothers. For who? I, I don't know. Benjamin, I think, fucked Adorno's wife. That's, what? At some point. Yeah.
1: Man. It's a little weird.
0: But they were communists, so it didn't matter. It's like, hey, okay, no ownership. But anyway... <laughs> pass that pussy um so (laughs) okay the institute itself founded in 1923 uh in 1930 1933 or maybe 34 they moved to geneva for a hot second because hitler took power and then eventually they just all left europe because they just couldn't they couldn't hang there anymore yeah right um they all those four guys we talked about well, except for Benjamin. Benjamin killed himself, but Adorno, Marcuse and Horkheimer, they all moved to the United States and they all held held professor professorships. And in they the fucked United each States. other's wives and Fucking each other's wives, just having hot tub parties. It's like it's gross. It was gross. Um posing for Playboy. Um <laughs> Uh But while they were still so there's this ten year period when they were still in Germany, in Frankfurt, right? Uh and they had this librarian there, right, who was sort of like just there to organize stuff and and keep track of books and stuff he didn't like teach or anything but he just worked at the institute so this guy's name was richard sorge i think it's pronounced i don't i don't know exactly how it's pronounced but he's he was this for what they thought was a german veteran of world war one who was also a marxist who was interested in what they were talking about and just you know applied for a job there what they didn't know was that this guy richard sorge was a soviet spy What? Who was keeping tabs on them, because the Soviets wanted to see if the Frankfurt School, among other like you know Marxist theorists in the West, right? They wanted to make sure that people who were calling themselves Marxists were like kind of uh, you know towing the party line. Interesting, right? Um, So he would just report back. But he said he pretended to be a German guy. Well, so he was. He grew up in Germany. He was born in Baku. Okay, but he was a
1: Soviet. Okay, I see.
0: Yeah, he, he. So he. He grew up. He was born he in a Ruski. He was born in Baku, Azerbaijan, which is which <laughs> was part of the Soviet Union at the at the time. Oh. Well, no, it wasn't. When he was born, it was part of the Empire of Russia. But he, when he was like really young, he moved to Germany. He lived most of his life there. Grew up in Germany. Uh, served in the German army in World War I, Was decorated, right? Iron Cross, all this shit. Uh, yeah,
1: decorated with the blood of innocent Americans. That n- fucker.
0: Maybe that's debatable. Who knows what battles he fought in? um most likely he fought in the eastern front so probably not oh they don't it's okay yeah so he fucking uh gets radicalized goes back to russia at one point like right during the revolution 1917 gets involved with the bolsheviks they send him back to germany and go hey go be our spy and just report back okay tell us like what what's going on over there cuz there's a lot of shit going on in germany right after the war world war 1 so he goes, he start, he lives in Germany, he works for the Frankfurt School, and he's basically their librarian and secretly a spy for the Soviets. It's so rad. Okay, so the only reason I mention this is because actually they were... <laughs> the Frankfurt School, they're so, like, ivory towerish that the Soviets were like, okay, that's enough. We don't have to worry about them. They're not going to cause any trouble. Uh, we need you to do some other shit. Okay, so they recall this guy back, and right as the ramp up of world War world war Two starts up they send him to japan so he goes to japan and there he learns about the uh the bombing of pearl harbor before it happens wow Tell, tells the soviets about pearl harbor and says hey the japanese are going to attack pearl harbor uh also tells tells them what he learns from working in the japanese embassy there is that the germans uh basically says the Germans plan on declaring war on the United States at the same time. And also here's the thing. Hitler's about to invade the Soviet union and he learns all this from working in Japan and he sends all this stuff to Stalin and Stalin kind of ignores it. Okay. (laughs) And then Hitler fucking invades the Soviet union. Yeah. Okay. Stalin feels like a fucking idiot. He has to scramble everything and, what the, the last thing that this guy reports back is this information about how the german like whatever divisions are uh mobilized to attack moscow and he says that there's like this weakness that you can exploit so he sends this telegram back to back to stalin stalin goes all right clutch S- <laughs> sends that's what he says russian clutch key uh and he <laughs> sends like all these divisions to like whatever that weak point was with his general zhukov i think was the guy repels the nazis ultimately wins the war so this guy arguably like provided the intelligence to help the allies win the win world too wow. that's not it so here's what happened <laughs> this guy sorgi he's living in japan right and Axis power he's still pretending to be german the japanese find out what he's up to and they're about to execute him and he like appeals to Stalin. and he says, "Hey, can you get me out? Can you get me out?" And Stalin's like, "No, I can't have people know that I delayed or that I didn't believe the invasion of Russia." Oh no! So he just lets him hang. Oh no! And so the Japanese hung him <laughs> November seventh, nineteen forty-four. Dang. Okay. Ian Fleming, the guy who invented James Bond. Yeah. Right. The guy who wrote the James Bond novels before they became movies. He says that this guy Richard Sorge is the best spy of all time. Jeez. Yeah. He was the librarian for the Frankfurt School.
1: Wow! But he was a spy, and they had no idea.
0: They had no idea. Were
1: they suspicious? No. When they when they found out, were they like no? They, were, fu- they were fucking nerds. Oh. No, they had no idea.
0: Plus, hmm. he wasn't really spying them uh, on them in a malicious way. He was, they, he was just keeping tabs
1: on them. Well, he sounds like a real piece of garbage. Um, I don't know. He kind of helped the Allies when World War II. Wow. Well. well, the Frankfurt School. I feel like we really cracked. There was that. a lot. There was a lot of. We shit We cracked there. that nut. Oh, and Marcuse was
0: in the OSS during World War II, which was the precursor of the CIA.
1: Why are you pointing at me?
0: I don't know, because it's cool. This Marxist was in was in, <laughs> Stop pointing. was in. the proto-CIA for a hot second.
1: Oh, good for him. Kind of was. <laughs> yeah, well.
0: He got, he, got to- he got hella laid. Well,
1: look, things worked out. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we won. That guy. None of them got holocausted, so that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Benjamin sort of did.
1: How do you sort of get holocausted?
0: Well, because he was being chased by the Nazis. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Interesting.
0: Well. Yeah. Closing thoughts. I don't know. I think they're pretty rad. They're still around. Oh, the Frankfurt School is still around. Really? It it was reinstituted in 1953 and is still kicking. Maybe we should go visit. Yeah, we should. We should go visit.
1: (laughs) Maybe we can uh, record a podcast there. Hey, uh,
0: if we get to. um, Let's. Let's say seven hundred and fifty dollars a month from our patrons, we will record a podcast at, in the library of the Frankfurt School. That'd be tight as fuck. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Then we can spy. Yeah, we, I bet they, I bet they we, wouldn't, we, wouldn't think that was funny. If we're like, yeah, we're ultra spy. Yeah, at their library, recording a podcast in their library. Yeah, they'd be so annoyed. We're, we're just wearing trench coats. <laughs> <They're> like,
1: <laughs> they'd be like, we know what you're doing. Stop. Yeah, we're wearing sunglasses and trench coats, uh, folks. Thank you so much for listening to another splendid episode of i Learn nothing a comedy or rather a philosophy podcast for total idiots Uh, again go to our uh, patreon if you want to get more uh episodes uh one a week we do uh we kind of flip the script i teach ben about something yeah uh, usually to you know complete disastrous results uh it's a lot of fun what's next do you have a topic for the next one i have several oh god okay yeah dude. some are cool and some haunt me I took a lot of screenshots last night, drunk, so I'll look at the screenshots and go, that's what I do, I get fucked up, and then I'm like, what do we should talk about? And I'll find something and screenshot it, and like two days later, I'll look look through my photos and be like, what the fuck?
0: Oh. That must be nice, you take screenshots, I just read books on my end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, yes. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's a very good point. Um, you can find us online on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Pat Dean. Uh, on Instagram, at Dean Man P. Benny, you're on both those things I'm on under both. the same I'm, name. Yeah, Gristle Porn's all the way down. G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. There you go. You got it. Yeah, we got it. Uh, if you need any kind of sexual advice for how to please a man physically. Oh, uh,
0: follow uh, Dome Improvement. We have, a, we have a Twitter account. We do? Yeah, I followed you on it. Yeah, we have a Twitter account, Dome Improvement. I should
1: probably follow you back. Let me see. Actually, there's no really point for me to follow you back. I'm not going to know everything. Yeah, at Dome Improvement. Send us your sexual questions about how yeah. to please a man. Yeah, physically. if
0: you need to know how to pl- please a man, send them to us. Uh, as Dome Improvement will reply with the most professional fellatio advice. Yes, for the, for the ladies and the fellas
1: who like fellas. <laughs> Big deal. Um,
0: hey, hey, shut up and listen. Why don't you go ahead, go over to Facebook? I learn nothing. Write a review, uh, chat with us, whatever. If you have any ideas for an episode, hit us up. Uh, Twitter, I learn nothing. Uh, write a five star l- review on iTunes. Five star review words. on iTunes. Write a couple words on there. It helps us out. We
1: think we don't know. We've been told that. Who knows? Uh, write a one star review of the Heights School for Boys on Facebook and write "Stop throwing books at Ben Sholok." Or writes a five star review and say. Continue throwing books about Jolock.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck it. I guess I'll just go in on this. I, I, I. At first, I was refusing to endorse this, but now fuck it. I don't it's care. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, a few I, people have done it too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just a, a few,
1: but I, I'd love for more people to do it.
0: Well, pile on, you guys. Eat book or don't eat book, but. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that's it. Check out our Patreon again. Uh, so we got we got a website of our own, Ilearnnothing.com, and then we also got our Patreon. It's Patreon.com slash I Learned Nothing. Uh, check us out there if you want to support the show and also to listen to Pat try to explain things to me. And in
1: a ham-fisted fashion.
0: Yeah. Lastly, uh, Pat, I yeah. hate to say this, but we're going to have to hunt this guy down. Make him hang. Make him hang. We're going to have to frighten him into killing himself on the border of Spain and France in 1940 for stealing I Learned Nothing on Instagram. Until then, you can follow us at I Learn Nothing podcast on Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, please.
0: Yeah. Help us out. We're going to Benjamin the shit out of them. <laughs> As always,
1: keep on thinking hard. And if you're not Catholic... You're going to hell. Sorry. Ah,
0: ah, ah. International...